the best the best cookbook ever. It's like it just makes it makes you immune to life. Just eat this food so and you'll ridiculous. be immortal. This guy, this guy is the cookbook. Hey everyone, it's Wilmgard here with Miniaza. Yo. And you're listening to the FFBE podcast. Pog Champ. I thought it was Poog Champ. <laughs> Apparently it's Poog Champ. Poog Champ. Alright, back for another week. Lots of new uh, trials and stuff coming out this week, which is kind of fun. A lot of more difficult content. What have, what have you been up to this week, Mini? It's been a pretty eventful week because the summer event was easy to clear. I didn't max out everything I wanted out of it because I just really wanted the umbrella or the sword, whatever whatever the main item was from it. Once I got that, I put energy into other things. I cleaned up the story that I had left over. And honestly, it was nice. The story took some interesting turns. You're fully caught really up? Enjoyed. I'm not yet caught up. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I gotta step on that. I got Alexander, who oh, I was congrats. missing him. Yeah, it was fun watching them in that whole uh, thing with Alexander, not realizing that he was the castle. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it was cool. Oh, the whole time I was sitting there, I was like, "He is the castle, you idiots!" Yeah, it's like you've never played a Final Fantasy before. So they probably funny. haven't those scrubs. Freaking scrubs! Never played an FF before. Other than that, I maxed out my heo. I finally got him to level 120 with his Trustmaster, so now he's useful. Sick. Currently, I have him set up to fight Hasiko, so he's got uh, Demon Killer on him and uh, Diablos equipped, but once the, the trial, or not the trial, once the Final Fantasy event comes out, I'll be switching that so people can actually use somebody. So they have someone to use for the event. Yeah. And other than that, I've just been farming the raid like normal. What about you? I have been investing uh, a lot of time into the summertime event this week. Did you remember to trade in your tickets? No, I'll have to do that tonight. So I traded in my tickets for it. Um, What did you get? I got the 10 plus 1 summon ticket because I like it. And then I got the expansion vouchers, actually, and used the rest to get summertime banner tickets the summer summon tickets nice i think i'm gonna grab them as well and then just burn them all right away yeah i didn't want the five plus one it was tempting but i really wanted those expansion vouchers um using it's 500 lapis value and you get to expand your expand your uh, inventory slots to whatever you want i put it into units because every week every two weeks there's new units and i'm running out of space and new items too. I run out of equipment space quite a lot because I like to make one of everything. Yeah, same. I actually, I was going to say, I spent time farming the summertime event because I really wanted that beach ball because that was the last thing I needed. So that I did one that. was a little bit easier to make. I have a copy of the beach ball too. I have a, one copy of everything. That's what I went, that's that's what I went for. And yeah. now you're ready for any kind of beach. That's exactly. the way it was meant I have to be. all the accessories for beaching. Just good. don't go on a sunny day, because I'm pretty sure neither of us have the sunscreen expert. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, 
Actually, I rolled the sunscreen expert. You actually got, uh, I got sunscreen nickel? I did get sunscreen nickel. Nice. I just remembered. Yeah, I randomly pulled him. I got a lot of stuff recently. I've been It's been raining rainbows for me. I, I honestly cannot complain. I wish I'd trade them all in to get last week's units, but that's okay. I'm okay with this. You win some, you lose some. Yeah. But other than that, farming the raid, pretty much. Uh, just grinding away. You know, my favorite thing about last week's units is they were a little bit on the spooky side. So I'm because I love spooky things. I'm hoping that we get some skeleton themed units in the next couple of weeks because Halloween's rolling up and I just I need some spooky. Maybe we should just make spookier podcasts. <laughs> yeah, next week we'll just ooh. Yeah, exactly. It'll be nice and ooh. Just play foreboding music before every topic. <laughs> we'll play that. We'll play that skeleton Darn. song. No, 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 the skeleton song. <laughs> Oh God! We should. That should be our intro. For That's the gonna Halloween be our episode. intro. Let's just make it the rest of the month. That is gonna be our intro. So look forward to that. I'm down for that. I love that song. It's so funny. I hate it, but it's funny. Anyways, back to FFBE. What's going? What's new this week? What do we got to look forward to? A couple things. We we had a couple trials. I guess you could call them announced. One of them was Scorn of the Marching Beasts, but we won't talk about that today because that was delayed by a couple weeks. That won't actually be going live until October 18th, so we'll just skip it for now and we'll, we'll cover it when it does go live. And then we also got Mad Doll, and I saw that a few people already cleared it. Some pretty nice gear you can get out of it. Yeah, I was really surprised by the gear. It's really, really good. And I was also surprised that people already cleared it. It's yeah, like, damn, I, you guys move fast. I love those people that post their screenshots, and I look at their team, and they have like two Transterras and Heo, and it's like they're like, "Oh, it's easy, I cleared it." Yeah, people, like, I no love shit. the people. I love the people that say it's easy. I've you might you so just many... click auto battle and you win somehow. Well, no challenge. <laughs> I've been in so many threads, or like sometimes in my stream, people are chatting about it. Somebody will cover. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, just." Take three Heos and two Transterras, and it's easy. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. thanks. No problem. Thanks, Mr. Whale. I love it, though. Let me pull out my visa quickly. and (laughs) (laughs) I'm not mad about it. I just It's funny to me. No, it is funny because it's not. (laughs) Oh, I cleared it. It's so hard for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, damn Uh, you. Because I'd do the same thing if I had it. Oh, same. I'm not getting down on anybody. I'm just laughing because it's awesome. So what what are you excited? What items do you like from Mad Doll? Let's I love I love the cursed doll. That's the biggest one. I believe it's an accessory, and it gives you plus fifty mag, which is crazy. That's a lot. I think that's the highest accessory mag that you can get. Yeah, I think so too. I think it'll it'll be really nice on magic. You most seven star mages these days do have that equipment mag bonus innately in their kits so it's going to be really nice for them and honestly it'll be even really nice for some hybrid units oh yeah it's going to be great there's not too many hybrid items but with this you can do a curse one curse doll and then use one of the big physical dps accessories and you're good to go you got a little bit of both right yeah and i i mean the one tricky thing is it does make you more susceptible to curse so 
ideally, I think they were trying to skew it so it's more you're more likely to put it on a mage. Or not curse, I said curse, I meant confuse. Because if a mage gets confused and attacks one of your units, it's not devastating, they have no attack. But if a hybrid that's well-geared attacks your team, it can be a little <laughs> bit dicey. The hybrid attacks your white mage and you're in heaven. That's that's how it always goes for me. Somehow Every my time. DPS units, yeah. And they just hone in on her. And it's just like, why? She just wanted to give you some candy. Give her a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I, lo- I love that item. The other notable one for me is Dancing Doll. Which gives you thirty mag and, or sorry, thirty percent mag and man eater on top of that. Magic really good on any, yeah. yeah, really good on any mage. No, it's fantastic. Two great items. The active materia is okay at best. Yeah, I'm not too excited about that one. No, me either. But I mean, it does balance out the two amazing items they're giving, right? Definitely. And it's not like it's hard to get. Getting a chain of six or more in one turn is really straightforward. I mean, yeah. most people I mean, can do that. It can that see use in some game. niche situations. It can maybe even help with uh, King Mog events where you're taking like stupid units and you want them to actually be able to do something or contribute in some way. Can, yeah, that's you true. Know, it has its own uses. It's not super amazing, but you know, in some situations, you could yeah. help you out. Yeah, definitely. So the other thing we got going on next week, starting tomorrow, October 5th. And going for a week, we have free daily summons. I'm so excited for this. These are my favorite uh, months or weeks, I guess, that they have get, because it's awesome. Yeah, I, I seem to get luckier on the free daily summons than I do on any other pulls when it comes to actually picking up rainbows. So one thing I wanted to let everyone know is that the two the two units that were just released, Malfacy and Cersei are both in this free summon pool, which is awesome. So you still have yeah. a chance to get them for free if you're interested in them, including they're, any permanent units released before that day. So They're technically considered FFBE units, so they'll be in yeah. any... They'll be in the permanent pool, which it's nice. Anybody... I, I don't really need either of those units, but I love the animations. I've used some that were on my friends list, and I would just love to have them just to see the animations on them. Yeah, I'm really excited. So the next, I guess, big event event is we're getting the more challenging version of the raid boss, Hasiko's Revenge. I'm not sure what that will be like, but it, it it is coming with some nice items attached to it. I feel like it'll be very similar to the current raid boss where she is giving you lots of statuses. She's doing lots of damage, training MP, probably just a lot more difficult to handle. It, honestly, it sounds like it's going to be extremely annoying. When I fight the current raid boss, I just one-shot it because I don't want to deal with Berserk and Stone and having to make my units resistant against status. It's just a pain in the neck. And I have a feeling the harder version is just going to its going to be unavoidable. You're going to have to find ways to deal with it. Unless yeah. you've got four Transterras or three Heos and two Transterras. Yeah, it's really easy to If you're to one do of those this, people, actually. I hate you. If you if you just take uh, what is that seven star that maxes out your limit burst? Uh, just take him and four heos. Yeah, take take that. <laughs> you take that guy. <laughs> Use it. Use the limit burst, and then revive him and rinse and repeat. That's what you got to do. <laughs> <Rinse and repeat. laughs> nice. Yeah, I like it. 
Uh, but oh, yeah, God. it seems like it's going to be a pretty hard boss. I hope it is. I always like it when they bring a little bit of an extra challenge. Yeah. So what items are in here? Uh, I know the Cursed Yari is in. Are you excited for that? I, when I said items, I lied. I'm really only interested in the Cursed Yari. I really like it. It's a decent spear. 98 attack is respectable. But the coolest thing is it comes with built-in dark element. You can actually make use of it on chainers if you're... I don't know how to put it. If you have other dark elemental chainers and you have a unit that equips spears, you can, you know, equip this spear, help them out. There's also a lot of units that really imperil a lot of dark. I know, uh, what's her name? Dark Fina? Hmm? I think she has, what, 120% or 150%? I can't remember. She's got yeah, a massive a dark imperil on her in her kit, her 7-star version. So it's just... It's nice. I mean, I don't know if we'll get much use out of it until after Halloween. Most Halloween bosses seem to be like 300% resistant to dark. Mm-hmm. I was really salty last year because I couldn't even hurt the thing. Because my best <laughs> unit was Cecil. Dark Knight Cecil. <laughs> so I was so I mad. That. I was like, fuck this game. <laughs> but, you know, those were dark times. Nice I'm, I'm in a better place now. I appreciate that. Yeah, but um, no, I and I think it has a small chance to stone as well. So you might see some use in arena. You can slap it on one of your AOE units, and if yeah. anybody's been neglecting any of their statuses in arena, you can get some free wins. So overall, decent, decent item. I like this because there's a few dragoons. All the all dragoons can equip spears uh, that can chain with Sephiroth, and Sephiroth in his kit has debuff or imperil dark damage, and they can chain together with them, so there can be some use depending on what units you use and have available to you. I agree. I think it's a good item overall. You're gonna, It's going to have a lot of applications, and it's free, right? Yep, free is all well, if you can win. Well, yeah, free if you have if you five heos can... <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> if you can deal with the berserk, and I'm not talking about the berserk to your units... I think this this boss is gonna irritate quite a few people. Yeah, it's gonna be annoying. Yep, myself included. Um, the next event that we have coming in is a new King Mog event. I think uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've had a King Mog, which is a nice break. Uh, the Heart of a King, Final Fantasy Fifteen King Mog event. Yeah, I mean it's cool. Final Fantasy Fifteen comes back, and we finally get the remaining units in or unit i should say in noctis's party showing up the kingly chef yep yeah, the homemaker of the of the bunch there's a couple so it's going to be a regular king mog event i think the number one thing you want to get in this event is the unit of choice ticket i don't know or is what is it called yeah unit of choice yeah the five star select ticket but it's summon select or something like that yeah but it's everyone calls it unit of choice so the uoc ticket last time we had the king mog it cost 150,000 of the currency i'm guessing it'll be the same this time and the nice thing is normally when i do king mogs i like to get the tickets out of it so i can roll a little more to try to get bonus units the nice thing about this king mog is all previous final fantasy 15 units will have some bonus attached to it so the banner units are going to have the most obviously but then mm-hmm. a surprise, actually, to me is if you have seven-star Nyx, he'll have a 100% bonus on the get-go. And then all the other non-banner Final Fantasy 15 units will have 50% bonus. So it'll save you some time. You don't If you if you played for a while now, you'll have at least a few of these units kicking around. And you won't have to pull as hard to actually be able to farm the event efficiently. 
and you can just go right for that UOC ticket because I think that's the highest value item in the pool. And I mean, another couple of things we can look at. We've got a cool item called the Good Chamberlain. It's an accessory. Mm-hmm. I think it gives 20 mag and 20 spirit, which is okay for an accessory. I'm excited about the passive. There's a chance if you get attacked with magic or physical damage, you can heal the entire party. Yeah, it's a really good accessory. Right away, I'm thinking I want to put that on one of my cover tanks. Mm-hmm. It, it really could... I, I don't know how to how much of an impact it'll make, honestly, but... I can see myself sometimes skipping a healer and taking more damage and putting this on one of my tanks to kind of cover the healing part because it's going to go off quite a bit if you have a cover tank in place. Or even if you have a a taunt tank. So in certain trials, a lot of single target damage coming in. So if you have like a Wilhelm or someone taunting, tanking all those hits, you can be also healing literally everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, so it's overall a really just an interesting item. I would definitely pick one up. And then the other item is called Ignis's Cane. It's not that special. It has a decent amount of spirit for a free item. I'll be picking one up because I'm a completionist. You have but to. Other, otherwise, this, this one isn't top priority for me. Yeah, it's lower priority for me as well. I probably, I mean, I'm a completionist as well. I'm going to get it. It's going to be low price. It's probably the last thing I'll pick up at the end of the event after I've gotten everything else that I want. But I'm really excited that they're including, the, like you mentioned, the previous Final Fantasy 15 units into the bonus pool. I wish they did this for more return banners because it would help people a lot. But It's, it's okay. a nice touch, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's a quality of life thing, in my opinion. It's tough to find a balance, right? Because obviously they want people to pull on the banner, but at the same time... People feel good if you give them the the Final Fantasy uh, 15 bonus units. So I think it's fair giving the past units only 50%, even units like Noctis that are five-star bases. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's it's a fair trade. And I know it made people really happy when Lightning was added to the Final Fantasy 13 banner back in the day when it happened, when we got Snow and all those people. And, you know, Lightning obviously came out on her own. Yeah, that was exciting. I was happy about that. You know, just a nice touch. I'm I'm really happy with the with the free bonus units from past Final Fantasy 15 banners. Speaking of units, why don't we dive into the units for this banner? There's a few new ones, one getting a buff. Let's talk about it. Sure. What do you want to start with first? Let's start with our upgraded unit, new awakening available to Libertus or Libertus. Yeah, it's interesting. I think he gets, I think, cover at six star. That's kind of his his new thing. Uh, Sorry, you mean he doesn't get cover, unfortunately. He gets cover as five star. He gets taunt. Yeah, Yeah, he gets taunt. I think it's nice. Nice little buff to him. (laughs) I was going to say, it gives him a nice little buff. My favorite thing he gets is that damage mitigation, 30% to all allies. That's really useful, especially on a three star base unit. Really good. Yeah, I think it makes him into a really nice budget tank. And he he's basically just a mini version of Wilhelm, except more supporty. So he's got some healing, some MP regen in there. And then he just covers taunts and has uh, AoE mitigation skills. So overall, really nice buff to him. If you don't have any tanks that are better, you'll definitely get some of him on this banner if you roll at all. 
and he can serve you decently. Like he's he's not amazing by by no means, but as a budget tank, he can do the job. He gets by. I agree with that. I'm happy that they're giving him a little bit extra with the taunt and then <clears throat> the nice damage mitigation, like I said, helps tons. So a decent little unit for a base three star. And I mean, I'm really most excited to see the animation for his six star limit burst because his other animations were just hilarious. He like throws a car at the guy. <laughs> Probably <laughs> yeah. one of the best animations in the game. Definitely. Speaking of coolness, Ravis, the next unit we can talk about, a four star base unit. I think his sprite looks pretty ballin'. Yeah, I, I like the sprite. The unit itself isn't exciting. It's not, but what do you his, think about the TMR? His TMR is decent. 40% attack, 50% dark resistance. Can't complain about that. In the past, we used, we would get 40% attack, but you have to equip a certain weapon or a certain item. Now you just get it. So, good TMR. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome TMR to have. Can be really, really useful, I think. But you're right, he doesn't come with much. His best ability is the counter, the shadow parry thing uh, that enables true Zentetsuken, which can do about seven times damage with 70% dark resist and dark imperil, I should say. But it's mm -hmm. gated behind him having to take hits, which I don't really like. There's nothing in his kit that allows him to do that. It's pretty lame. It's really unfortunate. I think having that available anytime would have actually made him worth talking about otherwise i mean he's a nice budget dark imperil unit he's a budget damage dealer but i mean in the seven star meta having a four star damage dealer is really tough definitely like there, there's not much that i can say about him that's super good he's he's okay he's not a terrible unit dark oriented he can buff your team to resist dark he can imperil dark on the enemies so overall not not terrible for a four star but in today's meta not exciting either yeah it's kind of sad to be honest <clears throat> literally if they gave a more consistent way to get true zantetsuken out something that fit more with his kit like he doesn't have any ta uh, taunting or tanking abilities to even allow him to pull it out so i think that would have made him a lot better but it's okay he's a four star base yeah I mean, one of the things that I, I would like to see them do with these, with future weaker units, is to make them really crappy at everything but one thing, and make them do actually really good at that one thing. So if they gave him easy access to a seventy percent uh, dark imperil, he would have actually been decent in some teams. But having easy access to only a fifty percent dark imperil automatically makes him just whatever, because you can get that almost anywhere. 50% is not amazing. Yeah, it's on a lot of different units, or better. Good good TMR, though. Yeah, I like the TMR. It's uh, probably the... He's kind of a TMR container. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. And yeah. he's got a nice sprite. Yeah, he does have a nice sprite, you're right. Well, might as well step into the realm of the chef. Hey, we got Chef Ramsay on the show tonight. We do. How's the chicken looking? It's raw! I'm just kidding, it's not raw. Especially not if Ignis made it, because he is the master chef. He's got all the recipes. I really enjoy Ignis and the concept of his character. Yeah, he's cool. He's our first cook on the on the uh, in the game, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's nice. Finally all those all those hours put into cooking skill paying off in battle. Exactly. 
it's rare that that actually happens. <laughs> Ignis has some pretty cool TMRs, to be honest. So my mm-hmm. favorite thing he has is his t- his base TMR, Ignis's food notes, which give him a bunch of a bunch of uh, abilities that allow for support. So, well, I just think that because it's a TMR, you could literally put this on anybody and make them yeah. a budget support. That's my favorite thing about this yeah. TMR is that it's not exclusive to him. These abilities, anybody, he can. T- these notes are so damn good, and they're child abilities. Yeah, them. it's like anybody could cook with these. With you could give these notes to a dog, <laughs> he'd produce like <laughs> high cuisine. <laughs> exactly. So not only is he getting healing in this, t- like you can give someone healing with this TMR, decent healing. It also has buffing. Removing breaks, uh, MP restore, like all around an amazing TMR. It gives you a little bit of everything to support. Yeah. It's really cool. In contrast, to cook these foods, well, similarly, I guess, to cook these foods, you need a really good knife. And his super TMR actually That's gives true. you the best knife in the game. It doesn't matter what you need. You need to cut something magical, some magical ingredients. This knife can do it. You need to cut some physical ingredients. This knife can do it. Are you feeling tired, like mentally drained? You pick up this knife, and suddenly you'll feel re-energized. It's made of some special magnetic uh, metal that kind of harmonizes your chi and will uplift you. Yeah, it has one of those uh, crystals that you put on Whatever your body, and it just yeah. balances your internal energies. It's crazy. That, yeah, that's exactly. That's what I was trying to get at. It's, it's, it's <laughs> great. Amazing. So this will crossblade, which is actually a knife, 145 attack and mag. Wow. On a knife, which almost every character can equip. It'll be really good for, obviously, for hybrid units. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, don't, I think this is the single best weapon for hybrid units in the game right now. It is. It is. Well, not right now, but tomorrow. Tomorrow it will be. Well, I yeah, guess. Yeah, soon. In a few when hours. When you guys hear this today. Yeah. <laughs> Or yesterday, um, depending on how, how good we <laughs> are. slow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. Delayed maintenance. Sorry, guys. Actually, one thing I have to mention. I have to mention this. They were early today. Myself. They were early. So we and have Twitter to be early. Was no, no one was there on Twitter. It was like a desert. I was like, where are my guys hyping this up? Everyone complains, but nobody's hyping up that early maintenance. Yeah, it's oh, awesome. Man. No, I was so excited. Couldn't believe it, to be honest. No, we should, up, we should like, give them some compensation. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, due to say, early maintenance, we have to take away 100 lapis. <laughs> we should all send some lapis to Gumi. Thank you for the early maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk about uh, Ignis's abilities. I'm pretty excited about this guy. All right, well, tell me about it. What do you like? First, five-star level one, he has Analyze. The breaks attack and mag 50% for five turns. That's awesome. Nice, yeah. Right out the gate, that's a really decent break. Like, that's as good as any base unit's breaks. And for five turns, that's you have five turns to chill with a broken broken enemy. Yeah, and you get to analyze the enemy's weaknesses, which, I mean, for a lot of people, it doesn't matter because most people will look up a guide, but... I know there are at least a few of you out there, myself included. I know we like to go in blind. So it's really nice to have this kind of ability tied with an analyze. So you're not just wasting a turn to get info. You're getting info and it's going to help you in the battle. Exactly. That's one of my favorite abilities. I like that he comes with a raise like most of the other uh, Final Fantasy 15 units. Let's get into the cooking. 
This guy knows every recipe in existence. So first, he gets an ability called cooking, <laughs> which enables access to a bunch of different recipes for him, which All is right. cool. So let's talk about those recipes. This is what I'm here for. All right. The oil drizzled steamed fish. Sounds delicious. It is. I've heard. Uh, ref- it's so delicious, in fact, that it refreshes your MP, split over three turns, and buffs your attack and mag. Wow. What a dish. That's amazing. <laughs> and literally, it, it will feed a family of six. So, you know, it's the, it's not just for one person. This dish will feed comfortably a family of six. It will buff your attack and mag, all six of you, and will uplift your spirits. What is the next recipe in this guy's list? You tell me. You're the, you're, this is your, your time the, to shine. I'm the, sh- I'm the uh, recipe announcer. I just want to see how you pronounce them because some of them are hard to pronounce. All right. The fluffy chiffon cake. Oh, chiffon. What Heals, does it mean? It, it means um, that it's healing you. That's what chiffon, the derivative of that word means. <laughs> the fluffy healing cake. The fluffy healing cake. It no. heals 9,000 HP, split over three turns, and then buffs your defense in spirit by 120%. Oh my God. I know. It's so crazy. Even my wife is excited about it. Well, who wouldn't be? I mean, it's cake. It's I'm fluffy. pretty excited about fluffy. It's chiffony. Cake. <laughs> so these two abilities alone are giving you a full buff for attack mag defense and spirit at 120 percent which is among the highest in the game yeah so they they kind of these two skills are basically the baseline for buffers right now so i know bards like roy they will buff attack mag defense spirit by roughly 120 or 130 and they heal, and they refresh your MP. And the same thing with uh, the Nichols. They all have these abilities built in. So it's nice to see that Ignis is also going to be carrying a a potentially one-turn AoE buff. It will be one turn, and we'll get to that. (laughs) And we'll get to that very soon. Well, what's next on the list? Let's go. You know, this is the worst (laughs) restaurant ever. It's taking seven years to get through this damn menu. (laughs) Just just tell me what I can order, damn it. I'm getting harassed on this side. I'm sorry. I'm literally being assaulted. All right. Man, I'm going to need to find a new job. The robust bean soup. It's increasing. It's so robust that it's not only increasing the LB gauge fill rate for everybody, but it's also increasing the LB gauge in itself. That's robust. That's some next level. It's a 200% fill rate increase. So it's actually, I think that would mean triple, triple the fill rate. That's pretty good. Respectable. Um, The next recipe, you have the creamy milk risotto. Oh, I bet he gets it al dente too. He probably does in the first try. Yeah. Instantly al dente. Well, with the effects this thing has, I'm not surprised. It heals, it cures all status ailments, and it increases the resistance to all status ailments for three turns. Wow. What a risotto. <laughs> the, best, the best cookbook ever. So it's like it's make, it makes you immune to life. <laughs> Just eat this food and you'll this be is immortal. so ridiculous. <laughs> this guy... This guy is a cookbook. I'm dying. All right. All right. <laughs> so, 
Let's move uh, on from the risotto. <laughs> it's amazing, but there's more. <laughs> Let's get. <to> it. <laughs> what's ne- what's next? <laughs> we got lasagna on the menu. The lasagna al forno. Wow. You didn't say it like an Italian person. Al forno. <laughs> lasagna al forno. There you go. You do it. You got it. I'm sorry to Italians out there already. This lasagna, with each of its eight layers, restores 10 MP. So that's eight layers, giving you 80 MP to all allies. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Not only is that, but imagine being resistant to all the ailments, or all the ailments, all the elements by 50%. Yeah, so like you could eat this. Listen, Canadians would love this right now because you eat this lasagna and then you step outside into the cold. You don't even need a coat, okay? You just be, you're resistant to that ice and snow by fifty percent just for eating this lasagna. It just warms the soul. And if it's summer, you're in Australia. You're boiling. You're dying out there. Don't worry about it. Eat this lasagna. Put on your like puffy big coat. Step outside. You're resistant to heat by fifty percent. All in one compact dish. Also feeds a family of six. Jeez, this guy is making crazy food. Yeah. yeah it's- for one of the craziest dishes, which in my opinion, the effects of this thing are out of this world. The golden tail soup. <laughs> Truly. The golden tail soup comes pre-built with 30% damage mitigation for five whole turns. You Damn. eat this soup. Listen to this. You eat this soup on Sunday. You're mitigated until Friday. You're ready for the work week. <laughs> you are set for the work Any, week. Anything your boss throws at you, it's gonna you're gonna mitigate it by thirty percent. Okay, you want to get that TPL report done? You only have to get it seventy percent done because this dish gets the other thirty <laughs> percent. We're gonna have to edit so much of this laughter. <laughs> No, leave it in, dude. This is this is all what right, makes right. it good. Leave all it right. in. All right. Uh, <laughs> so oh, good. Yeah, so that's pretty much his recipes. That's what Great. this guy comes... This cookbook, if you buy his cookbook and... Oh, I'm literally you, crying. You give it to him. He will have recipes that you've never heard of before that are amazing and do everything. So, Basically, yeah. He's not only a sh- he's not only a well balanced chef, but he's also a great fighter. Tell me a little bit about his other abilities. Well, to be honest with you, I'm not excited at all about his fighting abilities. <laughs> I mean, he's got what does he have? He has final blow. I mean, the other ones aren't even worth mentioning. Venom Fang, Lance, whatever, they're pointless. Never going to use them. Final blow, you you have some potential to see some use. It looks like it potentially could chain with some people. I'm not sure what the frames are, but it's an eight hit move. Does decent damage, but I mean, the reason I'm not excited by it, it's got decent modifiers, is he doesn't come with a lot of attack built into his kit. He's got, I think, 50. Yeah, he's got 50% innate bonus attack. And other than that, he gets nothing. No, no double hand, no true dual wield. So you're never gonna really use this guy for damage. They gave him this ability because it's a quick access attack buff. Basically, if it's going to be a one-turn battle, you'll use this to buff your people's attack, and you'll do a bit of damage. It's kind of a very situational thing. It makes his six-star form somewhat not brutally terrible, but it's still terrible. I don't mind. I don't mind. With his cooking skills, Like he can still be okay. 
but your problem right. it's not amazing the problem for me if you don't have two of him if you if he's not seven star he's abysmal i'm just gonna be straight up like his cooking skills are tied behind a cooking skill that you have to waste a turn on and then you can only use one cooking skill per turn as good as they are that's i just put in your nickel or your cg nickel your summer nickel your one of your bards like yeah anything else you know he just gets outperformed and he's a five star base which makes me sad but if you get him to seven star then he can start to compete all right tell me about his seven star abilities so the first thing i want to say is if you get his tmr on him he gets a passive called cooking expert which lets him dual cast his recipes. So he can any what of those that, amazing... What is that dual casting recipe skill called? It's called Cooking Expert. Oh, no, I it's called know. Quick Recipe. It's called Quick Recipe. Oh, Quick Recipe, I'm sorry. It has an E-H, man. Come on. Whatever. I'm, I'm done, dude. I, I, need some, <laughs> I need some of that risotto. Like, I'm mentally... Oh, really? You need some <laughs> MP regeneration. Yeah. All right. So... And I think that's really what makes him good suddenly. So it, it'll let him dual cast any cooking skill. And then it'll also upgrade his LB, which we'll get to later. He also gets two cooldown abilities, both available on turn one. One is called Overboost, which increases his own stats by 200%, increases his limit gauge by nine, which is basically halfway full, and gives him access to his enhancements, which are useless. And then... The other one, it's called Royal Banquet Canapé, and it's an AoE buff. This one is actually really good. AoE buff to the team by 150% for all stats, and it makes you immune to breaks, all for three turns to all stats. And again, it enables access to his enhancements, but you're never going to use those. They're useless. So you combine these two with his Cooking Expert. It makes him great on turn one. You can dual cast both of these skills i'm pretty sure on turn one give yourself some really good buffs give your team some really good buffs and then you're gonna go into cooking expert or cooking expert cooking to unlock your recipes and then you're gonna start using your recipes um i'll I'll mention briefly his enhancements basically he gets fire ice and lightning enhancements and all they do is you can choose one character on your team and imbue them with that element it's literally useless it's i disagree I disagree. And Why the do reason, you disagree? The reason I disagree is because you can break someone. If you have a specific elemental in peril, so let's say fire, you have heal, 100% fire break or something, right? If you cast this ability on turn one, and then on turn two, you have double enhancements. So you can cast two of them at the same time. And now you can give your two chaining u- users, even though they don't have an elemental weapon equipped, that element, fire, ice, or lightning. So I think it can be actually fantastic. It's debatable. I, I would you use this though instead of one of his recipes? That's the thing. It's tough to say. Yeah. Well, like I said, it really depends what you're doing. So because then you you have to remember, right? The his initial buffs last only three turns, and then you're going to be using one turn to buff your your sorry to, God, my brain is off, to give the elements to the imbue your attackers and then it's not until turn three <clears throat> that you actually unlock cooking and then you can start cooking as recipes Wait, what are you doing on turn one <clears throat> you're casting overboost to get the double enhancement yeah but you're also giving everyone oh never mind sorry i misread it 
it's okay then. I read it as a buff to all units. It's a buff to the caster. I misread. Like, I just think there's better ways. It it can be useful in a pinch. There's just better ways to get to those. And he just does so much, uh, so many other things that I would rather have him doing than using a turn just to imbue one element. Especially with the amount of, like, fire, ice, and lightning type weapons that are currently in the game. I would much rather see him cooking up a quick creamy milk risotto than, than imbuing me with fire for one turn. I get what you're saying. I thought it was a buff to all allies. Totally off there. That's my mistake. This ability is okay. Niche situations, you can use it. It's not the greatest. I mean, if you have his upgraded limit burst, it's only 18 burst stones. I don't care about the damage it does. It's okay. But it will decrease fire, ice, and lightning resistance for 100% for 5 turns to an enemy. So if you can pop one of these things off and then you can try to enhance even then though it's like you got to really work hard to set it up it's tough yeah it's pretty i would rather just have yeah it's it's just really hard to make his enhancements work because double enhancement is tied to overboost if he just had always access to double enhancement i think i would agree with you it's just the fact that it's you always have to use this skill and it's only available every six turns it's it's just really tough it can be useful in really long battles because you can use his uh, cooking recipes, which last multiple turns, then do this if you need to. But realistically, in the shorter battles, you're going to be cooking way before you're using any of this stuff. Yeah, I'd rather just cook. With recipes like these, I don't blame you. How do you think he stacks up against our other popular supports right now? He's okay. I like that he has a lot of stuff built in. Like he has straight MP. He has like an MP regen. HP regen, straight HP healing, straight MP uh, restoration. He has, uh, he's a green mage. He has damage mitigation, LB. Like he has everything. Not all the others have everything. But it makes it a little bit difficult because it is tied behind the cooking ability. So you have three turns to use all of these abilities and the downside is you can't use it on turn one yeah it it really hurts him but at the same time you can you like you can use his uh royal banquet on turn one and then cook on the next turn and then start buffing everyone on the third turn it's okay but other other supports just have it turn one get going start using everything yeah, they have full access to their skills, and they're like fully versatile. Both Nichols, both Sunscreen and Maritime, yeah, have they're just more versatile on turn one. Their turn one is a lot better for the type of boss you're fighting. I, f- I feel that's the one thing that holds Ignis back. I think in his current form, he's actually very comparable to the Nichols, who are, I think, right now the premier supports. But... Once Nicole gets his 7-star, I have a feeling that Ignis is just going to fall to the wayside. So, in my opinion, if I already have CG Nicole, so I'm not going to bother rolling on this guy. I think they're pretty comparable. I think Nicole is better in some situations. I think 7-star Ignis is better in some situations, but not so much better that it's worth the, the tickets. Yeah, actually, now that you mention whether or not you're going to pull... I was fully ready to pass on this banner, and I'm still going to do that. Um, there's nothing in this banner that I need. I have other units that do everything that any other of the units in this 
Banner do. Ignis is the best one uh, being released. I have a copy of Libertas already, so I'll just take him to six star and see his limit burst. If I'm lucky enough to get Ignis, uh, if I'm lucky enough to get Ignis or even two of them, then I'll pull because I would like that Zwill Crossblade. If I'm getting him on the free pulls, great. If not, then yeah. I'm just out, you know? Yeah, that's one thing I guess we didn't mention. It's definitely better to have his Will Crossblade than to have two seven-star copies of him. You only need one. You get no value by having two of him. Yep, agreed. Well, that's that's it for the Final Fantasy XV banner units. Um, I would like to add that they are having a special ticket summon. So if you're pulling a lot on this banner, after five 10 plus one pulls, you do get the chance to roll exclusively on the five-star units of the Final Fantasy XV pool. So you can either get Ignis, Noctis, Aranea, Nyx, uh, what's his name, Prompto, or Gladiolus. Any of those guys would be exclusively in this. So you have a one in six chance to get any of them off of this ticket. Yeah, if you're going to roll on the banner, it's a nice little bonus. Yeah, I wouldn't roll on the banner just to get that bonus, but um, if you're rolling anyways, like you said, it's a pretty nice mm-hmm. extra, I guess. Well, I think that's it, unless you got something something else cooking. I don't have anything else in my oven, to be honest with you. Um, I think I'm all, all cooked out. My palate is completely tired from yeah, all this here. talk of these <clears throat> delicious foods. But what are you going to be focusing on this week? There's a few things going on. Tell me about it. I'm going to try to get... I haven't done three-star Fenrir yet, so I'm going to take care of that. And then I'm oh, just going to farm. I'm going to farm King Mog like crazy. And that's all I got for now. I mean, once King Mog starts, it, that's where most of my energy is going to go. What about you? Yeah, as soon as King Mog is on, I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to give the trials an attempt this weekend. I usually save that stuff so that I can share it with the community um, on the stream. So I'll be doing that for the two days, Saturday and Sunday. But the rest of the week, I'm going to be grinding away at that King Mog event. Nice. Well, it's been good. You know, we've had some tears. We've had some laughter. Yeah, it's been great. It's been a pretty Poog Champ episode. I even got to sneak in Nyx and you didn't complain. Well, we didn't talk about him. We just mentioned him. (laughs) So let's not talk about his abilities or the damage he can do or other things that gamblers might like, and we're good. Exactly. Stay away from chance cubes and and nicks, and you're good. Yeah. All right. No issues. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone out there, for listening. If you would like to hit us up on any of our social media or any other places where you can find us, with I would like to know if you're going to be pulling for Ignis, and if you get him. What is the first recipe you will be cooking? You know what we should do? We should try to cook in real life Ignis's recipes and post how they turn out. That would be actually kind of fun. Yeah, let's maybe not next week, but maybe we'll make ne- it a project for the future. It will happen. We'll do it as we go. Yeah, just for fun. Yes. See if we can get that perfect al dente risotto. It's got to be that perfectly al dente Creamy yeah. milk risotto. Wow. <laughs> what a risotto. What was that one that makes you resistant to the elements? Do that and then walk outside in, in winter. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. That'd be a great We're video. doing that one. We're doing All that right. one. Look forward to oh, that, guys. <laughs> Look forward to a video of crazy Canadians walking out in minus 30 degree weather. All right.
I think we'll we'll leave it at that. That's a good. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening out there. Really, really appreciate it. Catch you guys next week. Peace. All right. Have a great week, guys. Hey, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you could please like or subscribe to this podcast, it would really help us out.